Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. It means it's time for another a live stream. Today is Monday, June 19th, 2023. It's Juneteenth for all of you guys who are keeping track. Happy June 19th to you guys. Uh, today is a wonderfully like seasonal summer day out here in Crystal Lake. It's uh, kind of what I've been waiting for. I don't want things like super hot. But it's been like kind of chilly and I'm ready for summer weather. But then again, uh, on my run today, it was kind of, um, it was tough. So careful what you ask for. I guess that's the, the lesson of the day. All you guys listening in on the podcast on the audio only version. Hopefully you got your run in nice and early before the super hottest part of the day have hit. Um, and uh, you're not sweating too much. And even if it's really hot, hopefully you bought enough liquids to stay hydrated and for those of you guys who are watching this later but not live welcome to the number one running podcast live stream to listen to in the car while you are waiting for your kids to be done with their summer camp activities i know how it goes guys my kids both had summer camps today and uh you know just you just spend a lot of time waiting for things and hopefully this is making that wait go by a little bit quicker all right let's see who we got in the chat here today it is a monday so let me know about your prs or your good race experiences it doesn't have to just be prs we call it you know you know we ring the bell on mondays for people that prs but like if you had a bad race too you know let's make sure we're talking about that too you know it's not just about prs so uh let's talk about it brian lang is here he says first full marathon done at grandma's almost did not finish cramped at mile one oh Stopped, struggled mentally to continue. A good Samaritan pushed me on. Then he negative split. Finished at 432, 10-mile PR in the second half. Nice. Good job, Brian. This is, I feel like there's just a much longer story to this. <laughs> uh, but congratulations to you for finishing grandma's. Oh, man, I'm so jealous for everyone that was out there. It looked like a fun time in the weekend. And, oh, man, uh, I, I really enjoy that race. I've done it once. I did it. I had a great day. We had great weather. I did it with good friends. So that was a good day. And uh, I was just missing being out there over the weekend. I wish I could have been there with you guys. But um, uh, for tips for race mentality, I feel like, you know, it's your first full marathon. So the fact that it was overwhelming in a lot of ways, not, that's, that's my word, not yours. Um, but like, I'm going to extrapolate. And even if you're not, weren't overwhelmed, I'll say for other people who might be, don't let that like get you down. It was your first time doing it and it was a hard thing, right? So like now you've been there, now you know what to expect and you could take that into your training, kind of start working on that. For me, a lot of what I needed was confidence builders, right? So like doing a lot of long runs, um, not that that was physiologically the thing that I needed, but mentally that's what I needed you know, some confidence boosters. So figure out what those things are that are going to make you feel good. Stamping up to the line next time saying like, Oh, I did this four times or I did that. I've been here before, like that kind of thing. Figure out what those are and start working that way into your next build up. Also. Oh yeah. Well, it's your first full marathon. Oh, but did we ring the bell? We rang the bell, right? Let's ring it again. Ken Koo is here. He says, finally got a chance to do this one live. Well, welcome to you, Ken. And Ken wants to know when are you going to do a shakeout or a race in Connecticut? Uh, you know, I've been thinking about that. Uh, my sister lives out in Connecticut in the Southport area. Um, but I usually don't do like shakeout runs while I'm there. I'm trying to think if there would be a race that I would do out there, you know, I, you know, I need to find a race 
you guys got to let me know what's a good race. Is there a big road race that happens? I feel like there's got to be something that's uh, like related to summertime and either crabs or clams or something, something nautical. Is there like a seaside type of race? I feel like that could be a fun one to do. Maybe we'll do a shakeout before that. Uh, Austin says hello from Colorado. Happy Monday and Juneteenth. Oh, hi. Good to see you again, Austin. And uh, Mark Peterson says, good job to Brian. He says, I might be going, Mark says, I might be going to grandma's again next year. Uh, he said, when he get denied <laughs> to entry to London in a couple of weeks. Oh, that's right. Uh, the London lottery results will be coming out. Should be soon, right? I thought it was something they said it was going to come out in June. It's June now. It's not till July. I don't know. Interesting. But yeah, I think that I would like to go to grandma's next year. I don't know if I'll race it. Uh, I probably, I might just run it. Maybe I'll fun run it, you know. Um, but it was just a good weekend. It was really fun. So hopefully I'll be out there next year. Mark says that they said by the end of June, they would let us know for London. Okay. All right. Uh, PG says, hi, Co. Who's your NFL team? Just wondering. Uh, you know, I've kind of been watching less and less football over the years. Um, I've been watching just less of all sports except for running. Um, but I would say it'd be the Bears at this point, you know. But, you know, I'm, I don't think I watched a single football game last year. So there's that. Um, yeah. So I don't really follow a team. Growing up, it was the Giants, you know. Um, but then in the, in, when I was in college, we followed the Rams. Because I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, Domino's Pizza in St. Louis during uh, the Kurt Warner years, the fastest show on turf, had a touchdown takedown. And the day after a Rams game, for every touchdown that they scored, there'd be a dollar off pizza. And so this is when they were scoring like 50 points a game, 60 points a game every single week. So during the football season, I would just order on the next day. Usually they play Sunday at noon. On Mondays, I would just order like four pizzas and I would eat that. That would get me through the week. <laughs> so, I mean, like the way to my heart is through my stomach. So definitely I became a fan of the Rams back then. And then, you know, then we moved to Chicago and then it was harder to watch Rams games and everyone watches the Bears games. And so we kind of started watching Bears games and became fans of the Bears. Um, and then now I just kind of don't watch football anymore. So that's where we're at. Mm. Louis says yesterday I paced a friend to his PB in a half marathon in 134.11 a four minute PB it's a bit humid and rolling hills combined with 10 to 15 mile per hour winds is no fun for the last six miles but we got it done good work Luis I'll give you a bell for that for pacing a friend that is tough 10 to 15 mile per hour winds oh, that does not sound nice mm. Eric says, hey, everyone, a merciful and needed day off today after, I hope, shaking off that weird post 100K niggle that popped up on a run in Chicago. It's seemingly gone. Cheers. Well, that's good to hear, Eric. Glad to hear that. Um, I mean, let me scroll down to you guys. Uh, catch up in the chat. 
Stevie 76 wants to say, says a question. He says, believe in the run as a football player on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to it today on my run. Um, I listened to it on my warm up and on my cool down. Cause I had a session today, which kicked my butt, but on the, um, so I dropped my kids off at their two different day, uh, not daycares camps. And then I went for a run and then, um, I had to pick up both. So I did, I did a lot of driving around today, but I, there was a, where I had to pick up the kids. There's a bike path nearby. So I did my work out there and I was listening to it on there, but he's a Baltimore guy. And, um, he's going to be doing train to New York with them. So I feel like that was a good choice. Um, so getting someone that's not like, doesn't look like me <laughs> in there, you know, is I think is good to include more people and, um, different kinds of runners from different communities, I think is great. So that was good. That was good. Uh, I didn't finish the interview, but I think I'm most of the way through, but I'm looking forward to, I like what they're doing with the train to New York this year. It's a good idea. Um, <laughs> Eric says, and I'm sorry, not really for going all caps, but how good is that a six Trabuco max two? Eh? huh? Yeah. Okay. No more caps. <laughs> um, I, I really like the Trabuco max two. Um, that is going to be like probably my surprise of the year. Cause I was the Trabuco max one. We used to, I mean, we're, we've made fun of that shoe so much on this, on this live stream. Um, but the Trabuco max two, they cleaned up aesthetics they got rid of that weird lace garage thing they fixed the weird tongue uh and they put ff blast plus in it and i just feel like i can run in it every day any day that i'm on the trails i can i can pick that shoe and it won't be a bad choice and i'll probably enjoy it you know and so like i really like that shoe a lot um but you know what here's the thing i've been i've been telling you guys i uh don't love doing trail shoe reviews because then like you know the algorithm pushes that out to people that don't normally hang out here uh and so there's a lot of like grumpy comments a lot of the time and i'm just like i don't it's so draining it's so draining to like even just read the comments and ignore them it's very draining to do that so it just like takes a lot of the enjoyment of doing a trail shoe review out of it so uh yeah so i'm dealing with that on the mental side but i have been really enjoying the shoe and um yeah it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun i mean it's a shoe that makes you want to run more trails so i feel like that's a good sign and like i can just run in it all day um you know like there's certainly the short and fast the super technical the super messy stuff that maybe i wouldn't pick it but i just really like running in the trooper comax too um like if I could only have one trail shoe, that'd be high on the list of one I would get, you know? So it's a good one. Um, Frank says, I feel like the Tribuga has always been underrated. It was a great shoe back when people were still wearing minimalist trail shoes, like vapor flows or whatever. Oh, I didn't know. That. I didn't know how, I mean, I'm only familiar with the Tribuco Max 1. I know that there's Tribuco, like a, like a regular Tribuco. I think they're on 11 or something like that now. So that's an interesting idea. Um, I mean, it's like, uh, I'm interested. Uh, I really like the Tribuco Max 2. And so I'm like, oh, what other trail shoes does A6 have? But I think I'm going to wait, let FF Blast Plus permeate the lineup a little bit more. I don't think it needs to be in every trail shoe that they make, but like let it permeate a little bit more. And then I might experiment with some other ones. But it's also like I review a lot of ASIC shoes already. So it's like, I can't, 
trail was one area where it's like, oh, good. It won't be an ASIC shoe from a reviews perspective because I do like to make sure I'm touching all the bases. But I mean, the Trabuco Max is good. I ran in the Fuji Light 2 the last time I was in Boulder, like two Boulder trips ago. Um, and I felt like that was good. That was just regular flight foam. So I, I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if the Fuji Light stays with the flight foam, like a firmer foam, and maybe the Trabuco goes to, I don't know. Now it's like, before I was happy to not ask any questions about ASICs trail shoes and no one told me about ASICs trail shoes over at ASICs. But now I'm like, oh, okay. Now I think we need to have another, maybe we need to have a phone call. Maybe you guys could tell me some more because now I'm interested. <laughs> but it's like, oh, now I got to do more work. I got to do more research. <laughs> All right. JC says that the New Balance SCLE is on sale at Runner's where, Running Warehouse. Can't resist the price. Still can't get a 2E. Should I go up half a size? Runner's World says it's a little, Running Warehouse says it's a little long. Um, wait, SE Elite doesn't come in a wide. I'm pretty sure SE Elite comes in a wide. Uh, are you sure? Maybe the ones that are on sale don't come in. Are maybe the ones that are wide don't come on sale? But um, I, mm, yeah. If you normally get a wide size, then I would say yes. Go, go up. If you can't, if you have to do the normal width. But I also just feel like this. I don't love going up a size because of width a lot of the time. Hmm. But I would say probably go up. Fionor 1977 says, Trail shoe fans be crazy? Uh, yeah, a little bit sometimes. Um, I feel like they're very territorial. You know, or I don't know if it's a territorial. I had a conversation with a bunch of people about it, and it's kind of like um, I feel like in a lot of ways they're very different types of runners. But the energy that I get whenever I make a trail shoe video is a lot like the energy I get anytime I say like review a spike. There's a lot of like there's a lot of track bros that are out there, like the people that you think about like on Let's Run that are like love to be angry and contrarian and uh make you feel small that kind of person there's a lot of track bros i feel like there's a there's a very strong trail equivalent trail bros isn't the right word for it but i don't know a better word for it um i feel like there's true there's also like road bro, road bros like mar road marathoners there's people like that too but like i don't know that's i guess since this is that's my lane you know like people aren't as mad about it when i talk about road shoes but like when i talk about trail shoes there's a good there's a, there's an undercurrent of negative energy in the comments that i don't experience if i were to review say like the Zero sl you know so frank says grumpy trail runners smh <laughs> <sighs> yeah louis says grumpy comments no really just ignore them Co. yeah you know it's the, the thing is i do read them all so it's just like even just you know, even just uh, ignoring them does it, it, it weighs on you after a while. Mm. Andy says, I feel the same about doing trail shoe reviews. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's not just me. Um, but I'm sorry that, that you feel that way, Andy, you know, because I know how it feels. It's not great. Um, oh, here's a good question. Uh, Shannon wants to know, Co, what shoes did your daughter run in for cross country? How did you guys land on that shoe? 
Um, that's a great question. And um, there's kind of two parts to that. The first thing is that um, we landed on the, she ran in a pair of Nike somethings. I don't know, like the kind that you get at Dick's and like the, the big box sports stores. Um, and she also alternated between that and a pair of no, kids size Nova Blast twos. Um, and we landed on those because one, the Nike one, I like, I let her pick and she's like, is this something I can run? And I'm like, if you want to get this, you can get it. Um, and then I was like, and I also want you to get this. And I gave her the Asics because of her size is like a four, a youth four and a half. Right. And I think that like, she's just at the size where she can do women's like the smallest of women's shoes, but like, she's still in like youth sizes and there aren't that many options. Like there are some other kids in her cross country that are running in like the youth loan peaks from ultra um, because there just aren't that many like legit running shoes for that size feet. And even the shoes we got, like the Nike one, it's better than like what you might get at like Kohl's, but it's not like, wasn't as good as say like a Pegasus or um, like an infinity run or anything like that. I mean, I just feel like why couldn't they just make the legend react or the odyssey react for kid, a kid size of that. I mean, that would have been a perfect running shoe, but um, they don't have that. And even the Nova blast two, I don't think it was not FF blast plus in the Nova blast two. So as uh, some other foam, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't, you know, the same as an adult size. And so um, that's what she ended up running both for cross country and for, uh, for track as well, basically because of lack of other options. Those are the best I could find for her. You know, um, that being said, Hoka did announce, and I think I unboxed them here on the channel. They are doing youth sizes, but they're using the real foam, right? So like, they're not giving you like a different foam because it's a kid size. They're giving you the same foam as the adults. Now, granted, based on the sizes and the dense, you know, and the the shapes of the shoes that are going to be different, they might not feel exactly the same. I have no way of testing that out because I can't put my foot into a kid's size shoes. But you know, that's like the marketing hype. So my daughter has been running in a pair of Hoka Cliftons, kid size Hoka Cliftons, and um, so we're going to be working on a video together. You won't, she won't, unfortunately, she won't be in the video, and yet, not unfortunately. My wife and I have decided that we're not going to put her in the video. So I'll be relaying her thoughts, but there will be running footage of her. Like you'll see like the shoes, you know, in terms of her actually using all these different shoes. So um, I'll be putting together a video because then I think tomorrow I'm going to take her to the local running shop to see if like she can actually get a women's size shoe in a running store, which my wife is like, oh, I don't know. So I'm like interested to see like how that plays out. Number one. And then if she does, then we'll compare like a woman's size. I think she's like a woman's size five or four or something like that. And then a youth size and of like the Hoka product. And then the youth size of like kind of like the regular way that um, most running brands approach youth size shoes of like, they might look like the regular running shoes, but they might even be named the same, but they're not the same. So like three, a three-way comparison. So we'll be doing that video soon. So we're working on it, but like, I know it's hard to kind of figure out what to get the kids. Like I, like this season, I watched the track kids at my daughter's school and they're running and everything from, well, some of the kids are spiking up and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to judge anybody, your money, your feet or your parents' money and your feet, whatever. But my daughter was like, can I get spikes? And I'm like, not yet, not, not for an 800 meters. 
like in fifth grade, you know, like, mm, no, <laughs> but, um, cause I'm like, you're not going to be as comfortable. You won't run as fast, but, um, you know, they're running in everything from like, like Nike two seventies to, to Puma basketball shoes to lone peaks on the track. Uh, a lot of Brooks ghosts for the kids that got bigger feet, you know? So it's just like a lot of, a lot of different stuff going on and it's just like mm, it's such a narrow window of time it's a big potential market but a narrow window of time you know because like jc says he's like i remember the pride of finally going to adult sizes that happens fast you go from like you know like the 10 11 12 13 to like all of a sudden an adult size fast i think and so um i think that's why the market i mean even ultra i don't know if they've announced it but i don't, I don't know if this is a secret but or if they announced it or what, but they told me at TRE that they're no longer going to be doing youth sizes. So if you have kids that you want them to be in the youth size loan peaks, get a bunch of them now if you can still get them, you know? So, um, yeah. Swisher has a question. She says, he says, am I the only one who didn't like the Nimbus 25? so mushy i felt like i was running in mud my theory is i'm not heavy enough to fully compress that much stack of blast plus uh you're not the only one and you know there's people that don't like it i loved it um i'm a buck 43 buck 45 so like um i find it great i don't feel like it's like running in mud to me um it does feel a little bit kind of like I don't want to say quick sandy and I don't want to say mud, but like it's not going to spring back as quick as say like light strike pro. Um, but for what I want the Nimbus for the days that I want to pick the Nimbus, I feel like the amount of cushion and then a little bit of bounce back is kind of what I'm looking for. So it's not for everyone and that's okay. You know, but um, hopefully if you just got it and you don't like it, you can return it or exchange it for something else, you know, but yeah. Hilly wants to know when will they make carbon plated super shoes in youth sizes? Oh, that's an interesting concept. Um, I, I don't think that they will. Um, but I, I can't, I think it would be funny to do cause then it would just make some people really angry. You know, the people that like to talk about like, Oh, running in carbon plated shoes is bad for you like that group of people. I'm still, if anyone knows of literature that says like, there's something about carbon plates that are bad for your feet without any further explanation as like race day or daily training. You know what I mean? Like if it's, if it's something as bald or generalization generalizes that, let please let me know, but it's a stabilizing element. Like how is a carbon fiber plate different than an on speed board an ASICS trustic system? A wave plate from Mizuno. No one says like running in the wave. I mean, I say the way running in the wave plate from Mizuno is bad for you because I don't like the wave plate, but there's nothing about it that I think is like bad, <laughs> bad for people. But people love to get really fired up about carbon. I don't know what it is, but it's not radioactive. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I think, I think people get really excited and I would love to see people get really angry about like, oh, you're going to ruin these children if you put them in carbon-plated shoes. And that, you know. that being said, I wouldn't put my kid in carbon-plated shoes at fifth grade. I don't know, maybe if she was like, you know, if she was like one of the best kids in the state and she was running a lot faster. But she's 
running proportionate to her age, you know, I feel like she's fine. And the regular running shoes, I think, are are good for her at this point. Lou says, my son, in the last six months, love up to a size, adult size seven or eight. I don't even remember. They grow so fast. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what size my daughter is. It'll be interesting to see. We're gonna try to try her tomorrow. Well, I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys know where we end up on it. Although hmm, I don't know if we'll have time. Now that I think about it, I might have to wait for another. Might have to go wait till Thursday, but we'll see. I'm gonna try to do it this week. Kyle says, "Ultra is making interesting business moves. We'd love to see another company that can compete with them and Topo." Uh, yeah, I think they're. I think Ultra is trying a lot of things to shake things up a little bit. And I think that's good for them. I think they need to. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's like, you know, I have things that I've said about like on, on, I feel like there's nothing about on that requires them to have a speed board. There's nothing about them that requires them to have a cloud. They can shift away from it. I mean, if ASICs can leave jail, which they hopefully will be in the next couple of years. Uh, and, you know, and the trustic system, um, then I feel like Ultra can, and then On can get rid of clouds. And I think that I've been saying this for a while. I don't think Ultra needs to be all zero drop. I think there's nothing about Ultra that, except for the fact that they've called themselves the all zero drop company. I like, you didn't need to do that. You painted yourself in a corner. You know, I feel like, you could still extol the virtues of zero drop while having a four millimeter drop shoe too, you know? And so that's why I think is interesting. I feel like they're doing everything except that at ultra they're making less wide foot shaped shoes. They're making wider foot shaped shoes. They've hired a colorist. They're revamping all the color designs. They don't look like Hoka's from 10 years ago anymore. They look very different now. You know, they're changing what offerings they are making in youth. So they're doing all these different things. The only thing they haven't tried is making a four millimeter drop shoe and they can call it the transition. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. Interesting to see. No one puts me in charge of these things and I don't want to be in charge of these things, but that would be my idea. Danny Gugliuzza says, Hey, Co, what'd you think of the Kyano 30? Grant, I know you don't like or need stability. Yeah, I... Uh, I think uh, I got like uh, someone from Running Warehouse interviewed me real quick after we ran on mags that day. And they're like, what do you think about it? And I was like, okay, you asked me, so here it goes. Uh, I don't like stability shoes, and I definitely feel the stability in this one. It feels, it feels like a heavy stability shoe to me. Yes, there's FF Blast Plus, and that part is nice, but I feel very much the stability elements in the shoe. It's not one of those shoes. Some people have been saying that it's like one of those shoes where if you don't need stability, you don't feel it. But if you do need stability, it's there for you. I feel that way about like the Puma Forever Run, this one. You know, I feel that way about like Glide Ride. I do not feel that way about Cayano. Cayano 30 is definitely still a stability shoe. So I feel like it's finally gotten that like bouncy update to make it basically a stable Nova Blast. Maybe more of a st stable Nimbus. Kind of in between those two because it's just such a big 
fat midsole in the back. Um, so it's nice. It's probably one of the nicest stability shoes I've ever run in, but it's still a stability shoes. And for me, it, it made things hurt, <laughs> but, um, but I'm like, okay, I think a stability person would really like this one. So I think that's as straight as I can, but I don't know if I'm going to review the shoe. I mean, I've done the running in it. I've ran in it twice. That's more than enough. That's more than I'd like to run in it anymore. It really made my left foot, which I think is plantar fasciitis, it made that feel really bad. Um, and I and it hurt my right foot, the other foot, a little bit too. Like it just I didn't like it. Um, but I'm trying to review it from like this shoe isn't made for me. So I think for people that like the Keanu in the past and are looking for like, hey, I want some of the new bells and whistles, this is it. You got it. So I think it's going to sell well, but I didn't like it. Mm. <laughs> he says, Carl, glad you thought my question about carbon related shoes was for little kids was funny. It was intended to be. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, that would that would be pretty funny. That would be a good that would be a really you know, I don't love the April Fool's Day jokes anymore. But if they if you were gonna do one, I feel like one where you would like troll keyboard warriors is a great idea. Like I feel like that's acceptable. Making people that get way too mad about stuff mad is fun way to I'll I'll take I'll accept that. I like that. So like announcing that like you're going to put out <laughs> carbon-plated shoes for kids. Carbon-plated baby shoes. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> All right. Bo Norgard says, I'm 55 and still not in an adult size. I have to use women's shoes. Really? Wow, that's incredible. JC says, I would buy Ultra again if they added some heel toe drop. Uh, you know, I was just thinking about it today. I think I'm like I th I think I need to get a couple more Ultra shoes. Um, probably gonna be picking up. Well, I was thinking I was just gonna buy them, but I'm like, you know what? It's good to maintain open lines of communication with the brand. So I was thinking I was gonna e email somebody and see if I can get like the latest Escalante and the Superior. I don't love the redesign of the Superior. I like the old one, the 2.5 the, with the burrito wrap. That one looked great. Thought It reminded me of the shoes that the spray-on shoes from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, the movie. And I like that. Um, so I think I need to make, you know, make sure I'm kind of staying familiar with what Ultra is doing. And Frank says, I feel like it would be a good if Rabbit or Path bought Atreyu. I like those shoes, but I feel like they are falling into the design slash they are failing in the design slash marketing department. I worry about Atreyu. I don't think it would be good at Rabbit or Path bought Atreyu. Um, for the same reasons why I'm kind of annoyed that Tracksmith made running shoes. Because at least for, I mean, and it's a very, very narrow reason why I'm annoyed about it. Is that for me, um, I like to wear other apparel brands like when i'm reviewing shoes and stuff um i mean sometimes i'll go matchy matchy like if i'm reviewing like today 
I um, wore New Balance. Oh no, I wore an Adidas shirt and I was running in the Adidas Adios 8. You know, but a lot of other times, like, but, but for our half tights, I was wearing Rabbit, the Speedsters. And then uh, a lot of the time, you know, you can, I feel like it's not going to annoy anybody if I wear like Tracksmith clothes and like an Asics shoe. But now that they're competitors, it'd be kind of weird to do that. Now, I still do wear Kraft clothes with other running shoe brands, even though Kraft makes shoes. But I feel like Kraft really isn't a competitor. So maybe Tracksmith is still the same way because they're not really competing. At least not now. So I don't know. I I hope that Rabbit doesn't make shoes. And I hope that Path doesn't make shoes because then I could just keep wearing all their stuff. doesn't matter where what brand I'm, I might be working with, like on a trip or something like that, or even just for like, um, making reviews. Cause here's the thing, like I have a lot, I've collected a lot of clothes over the last few years, especially now that we have more space and I'm not getting rid of stuff as aggressively. And so like, but even then, like I only have so many Adidas shirts. So if I'm like, if I run in a shoe like four or five times for a purpose of a review, it looks weird if it's like the same, like same thing happened with a cloud surfer. I have like one on shirt. So like you saw the one shirt over and over again, but it was really multiple times. And that's something that I'd like to convey is that I've run in the shoe a bunch of times, not just once. Not that there's anything necessarily wrong with that, but if I have run it multiple times, I want people to kind of see that. So I, I like it when the apparel brands and the shoe brands stay separate. But ultimately I hear what you're saying, Frank. I think that Treyu could, I don't know if they, yeah, I'm worried, but they also could, they also need some change, I think. I haven't talked to Michael about that, but I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't got a sense. I haven't had a conversation with him about business in a long time. Um, oh, Cosmopolitan Michael says, there's a rumor that Ultra is coming out with a non-zero drop shoe. The Ultra Forward? Hmm. I think it would be funny if they call it like the Ultra Topo. <laughs> I think that would be some trademark problems. But, you know, that'd be kind of funny. Um, but yeah. I hope that that rumor is true. Because I think it's a good idea. Shannon says, Ultra needs to go back to the days before the different foot shapes of their shoes. I missed the Torrent 4. Oh, really? I mean, I think that it... I think that they've always kind of, didn't they always just kind of have different size foot shapes, but now they like made it more clear. You know, I didn't, I didn't think that that was a new development. I just thought it was a clarification point. I could be wrong on that. Irwin Gassain says, looking for a new garment and suggestions, nothing fancy needed. Get the Garmin 235. Or is it 245? Whatever the latest one. I think I have the 235. It works great. Mm. Kyle Patton says I can see why they position themselves that way I'm thinking about talking about ultra a lot of people don't want or need heel toe drop and shoes with it can lead to injuries yeah I mean they can't they certainly can't but there's no reason why they have to be I'm not saying ultra should come out with a 10 millimeter drop racer you know but like if you're, you know, if we're talking, we're talking about angry road bros. Every time I review a zero drop shoe and I don't love it, 
I get a lot of comments like, oh, it's because you wear 10 millimeter drop shoes and you need months to transition. And I'm like, really? You're telling me that I have to run in a shoe for three months? Do you know how many miles that's, do you know how many miles that is in three months um, of running in just that shoe before I can like it? That's ridiculous. You know, so I feel like, like if, if the rebuttal to me not liking a zero drop shoe is it's because I'm not used to it and you need to transition first, then I feel like it behooves the zero drop companies to either quash that line of thought, which I think they should, and also, or provide a transition shoe. That's kind of my, my point. So like, yeah, that's, yeah. Every time I review shoe, there's always like a... I guess, I guess, you know what, maybe to be fair to trail bros out there, uh, there is like a, a negative undercurrent of comments to pretty much any kind of shoe I, I review. So may, maybe, maybe I just notice it more in the trails. Maybe that's me. Maybe that's an insecurity that I have because I'm not a trails guy, you know, I don't know. <sighs> Nate Robinson says, my son is 12 and just got a, a pair of Fult Ride Energy 5 for his track and field. Great starter shoe for his age. I totally agree. Um, I I think that, um, you know, I was talking to my wife yesterday. We bought these nice um, Adirondack chairs for the backyard. Um, they're around the fire pit. And we didn't have a fire yesterday, but my wife and I were just sitting outside yesterday, having a couple of beverages after dinner in the sunset. It's really nice. And we we're talking about like, Yes, I was boring her with shoe talk. And I was like, you know, I really want to start talking about like helping parents make decent parents who aren't runners make decent decisions for their kids. So they're not running in Nike 270s, which are not even a running shoe. Or so they're not running in Puma basketball shoes, you know. Um, and I do think that anyway, but to, my point is, I think the Full Ride Energy 5 is a great choice. Because it's not that expensive, especially if it can go on sale and it might soon, like come August or so. Then I feel like they can move a lot of units. Kids could get a, a real shoe that's not going to just look like a running shoe, but will actually be a running shoe and be um, helpful in all the ways that a real running shoe is. So I think that's a great one. Good choice. Uh, AJ wants to know, is all 2 review coming up? I, I don't know. Probably not. Hoka sent me an email about it if I wanted to review it. And I just, I, my style of trail shoes is like Mafate, Tribuco Max 2, more trail version 3. You know, I like the Torrent a lot. You know, I, I don't love like Solomon, although the Sense Ride 5, I, did, I actually kind of am enjoying that one. But I'm more of like an arrow. What is it? The Glide Max, Max Glide, Glide Max. Glide Max Trail, like that. Can, that that I had to. It says it on the side of the shoe. That's why I had to wait. I like like more chill trail shoes, and I feel like uh, I don't know how I'm gonna test as and all. I tested the others and all, the first one, but I don't know how I'm gonna test the new one. So I I haven't responded back to that email. I did ask for them to send me a mock X, so hopefully that'll be coming soon, but probably not a as an all too. Trying to, you know. My mental health can only handle so much trail shoe reviews. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Eric says that the Zenal 2 is really niche. Precise, a bit narrow, uh, but great grip and low-key low, low stack glory. Light AF, though. It looks great. I do like the sock, you know, kind of kind of shoes where there's a little bit more of like a half gator or quarter gator built in, whatever. Um, but yeah, so I don't know that I'll be reviewing it this year. All right, let's get to the package. I've been delaying on this one. This one uh, came from overseas. Uh, just one thing in here, but I'm pretty excited about it. I won't tell you who it's from because that will kind of like ruin the surprise of what this is. Some paper in here. But I think you guys all know what this is. Check this out. Love the grind t-shirt. It's got kind of like a oh, wavy track around here. And then there's a little, little flourishes. There's a little peace sign up here. Flower in the lower right hand corner. Smiley face. Um, but this is from Philly Bowden's new merch. So really excited to see that she was releasing some merch and I ordered it right away and it finally arrived today. You guys will you guys remember Philly, right? We had her on the live stream a little while ago. So yeah, look, there's even a Philly Bowden logo on the tag of the shirt, which is nice. See, I'm gonna, I'm falling behind, guys. I gotta start doing some merch. I got, I guess it's always hard for me for sure. You know what I mean? I'm just not good at that thing, but I got to get on it, but I'll be happy to wear this Philly Bowden t-shirt. Um, yeah. Cause happy to always support. Uh, run the world says love Philly. Yeah. So and Michael Haney says I got mine on Friday. Nice. I think mine might've came in around then, but we were gone this weekend. I think it, mine came, I think mine came on Friday. I just didn't have, I couldn't get over there to pick it up. So, yeah. Lala pieces. I got that shirt from my wife. Nice. I'm glad to see that a lot of people you guys are supporting too. Uh, that's nice. Mm, Kyle says, I, Ko, I would love to help with some design work. It's not the design work that I need help with. I appreciate that. Uh, it's more of the making phone calls and taking meetings and stuff. But I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um... <laughs> and he says that's a lush shirt i still wear your shirt i bought a couple of years back. well thanks andy i appreciate that because those were not great shirts uh unless it's the path project one that one's a really nice one but some of the other ones were not so great so i appreciate those of you guys who did support um but i've decided i don't like print on demand stuff personally anymore so i'm trying to go a new way uh and it, you know what he says we need new new co-merch you we do we do i know i know this and I like to say that I'm working on it, but uh, things have stalled. But on my new to-do list system, it's it's on there. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get it done soon. Um, Shannon says, I wore my orange long sleeve not only this morning. I was soggy. Yeah, that's just 100% cotton. <laughs> that's a warm shirt, Shannon. Uh, Mark says, uh, Co, are you hiring for the job of ShoeTuber assistant? Uh, I, you know what? I did reach out to someone to, for help with editing work because like, there's just a lot of stuff that I feel like, um, the main editing stuff that I still like doing myself, but there's, there's a lot of stuff that I probably should be doing that I'm not, that I think I can kind of like delegate some of that stuff. So I've been previously till now avoiding anything that requires another person to be on the team. 
but I think uh, not hiring someone as a W two, but as a ten ninety nine, I might be. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know. So I think the team may be expanding, but yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I've had employees before. Um, I don't love being a boss, so <laughs> that's the hard thing. Uh, Dr. Funk says, you can hire an unpaid intern to make phone calls for you. See, that's the thing. I feel bad about doing an internship that's unpaid, you know? So then it just makes it harder. And then it's the paying is not the hard part. It's just then it's like coordinating. Yeah, there's just stuff. There's stuff I don't like doing. I'd rather just film more B-roll and make reels and YouTube videos. I don't want to do any of the other stuff, you know? So, but I'll, well, well I'll get on it. I'll get on it. Um, yeah, Mark says, you know, you need an assistant to do phone calls and such. I'm not hiring, but um, I think that I need to figure out some more. I, another conversation I have with my wife, not yesterday, but another time, is that like, I'm capable of doing all this stuff. I owned a business for 10 years. So I'm very capable of handling all these things on a high level. I'm just, I, I never liked it. And so, now I'm in a mode of like, I don't want to do anything I don't <laughs> don't like. And uh, I'm not approaching it from like, all right, I, this is a workplace and I need to create workplace infrastructure, you know, and systems of like, here's process for when an email comes in that I need to respond. You know, like I haven't been doing any of that. I've been just kind of been like, oh, I forgot I need to respond to that person's DM. So I just need to, uh, I need to formalize things because things are falling through the cracks, cracks, you know. <laughs> running with office says Metro had his mom to work for him. I don't think he hired his mom, but I, he didn't even interview her, but he did hire an, an executive assistant. So like, yeah, I don't even know like what I, I mean, really what I need first is like an accountant. Um, that's definitely what I need first. Um, because that's the thing I like the absolute least is any of the bookkeeping. Um, because then it'd be nice to be able to do some projections and stuff, but you know, uh, just seems like a lot of stuff I don't, none of this stuff is stuff I want to do. <laughs> so it's very easy to put off, you know. Luke Klein says, hire your kids for the summer. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, I, f I find that I have a hard enough time getting taken seriously when I just try to call up like, because I, I went to a graphic, I went to a, uh, uh, what are they, they're not called silk screening place, but like a screen printer. And I had a conversation with them and I just feel like the way that their eyes glazed over, they're like, they're not taking me seriously. They, they can't wait to get me out of the office there. And so I'm like, if I send my 11 year old daughter, they're definitely not going to take her seriously. <laughs> so, you know, um, but I have thought about, you know, I got a lot of nieces and nephews and stuff, but like, um, you know, I don't think that they're that interested in the running space. So I think that's, I think that kind of be necessary at least a little bit, maybe not for the accountant, but you know, mm. Vanessa Martinez says about interviewing the moms, would you interview your mom? I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to interview my mom. Uh, for any position i i do i wouldn't want to hire my mom for any position either and i i know i give matt troy a hard time that he didn't even interview his mom but uh it's just a funny 
uh, kind of like, it's a funny story. But yeah, I understand. You know what? Sometimes you don't want to work with, with family um, because that just makes things hard sometimes. I understand that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Shannon says, I feel like someone in the live stream who knows your tendencies could be a good assistant to you. Yeah, I just don't want to hire, uh, I just don't want to hire anyone right now. I like to think that I'm not that busy. And then I just like, ah, if I just like, Spend a little less time on Instagram. I think I'd be fine. And last week, I feel like I was very productive. I spent very little time on Instagram. I spent, no, I don't want to say that. I spent less time than usual on Instagram. So I'm feeling like, all right, let's build on this momentum. You know, so we're, it's, all, it's growing pains. We'll figure it out. All right. With that being said, I'm going to go right now because we're thinking about it. And I'm, and it's almost time for a live stream to end. And I'm feeling motivated to it. All right. I'm going to end the live stream here. And then I'm going to email the place that Greg Itahara recommended. See if I could get some merch. Get the ball rolling anyway. You know what I mean? I just send the first email. Then I could continue procrastinating. But I'll send the first email. So I'm going to go do that right now. And tomorrow, guys. Ooh, I wanted to play a game for tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be ready the one I wanted to, but we'll think of another one. You know, I think it's time for some trivia. Let's do some trivia tomorrow. I'll think of a topic. Um, well, maybe we'll make it grandma's marathon trivia related. Cause I know we talked about it a little bit, but I think we can talk about it a little bit more. So uh, uh, let's make some, just do grandma's marathon trivia tomorrow. Cause I'm thinking, I'm thinking about grandma's and stuff. So let's do that. Same time as today, 1 PM central time. Hopefully I'll see you then in the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Bye.